Today I'm going to do something out of my little mini book called The Prison Door is Open. What are you still doing inside? I got to thinking the other day, I preached these messages and they put them in a book and some of them I've never preached again. So I decided just to go and because they're really good, even if I did do it. (laughs) Turn to Isaiah 61. Isaiah 61. Isaiah 61. I'll wait to... I see the people, when I see the people on the front row that have got their iPhones and iPads and Bibles, when I see them, I'll go. All right. Looks like the front row's got it, so maybe the rest of us have. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to, to preach the good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim at liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Now, this is Isaiah writing about the Messiah, the coming Messiah. And, you know, the good news is the prisoners have been released. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. You know, Moffat says to tell the prisoners they are free, tell the captives they're released. See, the opening of the prison is God's figurative way of describing that we've been released from the bondage of Satan, from sin, sickness, disease, torment, and all that involves, that is involved in the prison house that the devil has erected for us. In Genesis, you'll find that God had one purpose in making man. And that purpose was to commune with him. He made man to walk and to talk and to fellowship with him. Now, let's go back and get a little little Bible history here so we can understand what's going on. See, before God created man, he created spiritual beings, different kinds of angels, but they were, they were not created in a free will capacity. And uh, among those spiritual beings, he created archangels in which we know about Gabriel and Michael. But in Isaiah, about 14th chapter, you'll find out that there was another archangel by the name of Lucifer. Now, Lucifer decided that he wanted to take over heaven and he planned a coup and, uh, a lot of the other angels, about a third of the angels entered into the conspiracy with him and they were going to overthrow God. Well, that didn't happen. God said, hey, enough of this. And he kicked them out of heaven, all of them. That's how Satan began. And so then God created a man, a free moral agent. And he gave him the power of choice to choose And he walked and talked with his man. He fellowshiped with his man. He communed together with him. He showed him all the beauty of his creation. Then Satan entered the Garden of Eden. And he, through through that, came the fall of the human race. But thank God our Heavenly Father said, I'm not going to stand for this. And he made a way of escape for the man that he had created. 
He wanted, he, he said, I've given them the freedom of choice. And so they can either choose to be with me or be with Satan. And then we find Paul writing about it. And I could go in a little more detail, but I'm not going to this morning. But we find Paul writing in Galatians 3.13. He says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us, for it is written, cursed everyone that hangs on a tree. Jesus came to redeem us. He came to set fallen man free. He came to set man free from the prison house that the devil had created for him. Gee, when Jesus died on the cross, the prison door was swung wide open. And if you're still sitting inside, it's your own problem, not God's problem. The cross became a bridge by which man could walk from the beggarly elements of the earth to the heavenly of heavenlies with all of the great spiritual things then that belongs to God's man. Even though the prison house is open, the devil likes to try to keep us locked in the prison house. You know, many have found that they're free spiritually because they've received Christ. But, and they, but they have not received all the spiritual benefits in the redemptive plan of God because the devil wants to keep you inside of his prison. He wants to keep you from enjoying all the things that God says belongs to us in the word of God. He, he, he has said to us that we have the power to be healed. We have the power to receive everything that God said belongs to us. But the devil likes to come to people and tell them, okay, you're saved now. But all of that is for the future. That's for some time in the future, the sweet by and by. Then all of those things will be yours. I want you to realize that they're yours right now. There's no use of sitting in the prison when the prison door is wide open. All you got to get up and do is walk out of it. Isaiah 53, 5 says, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him and by his stripes we are healed. If you go back to Deuteronomy 28, you'll find all the sicknesses listed there. But I, when we come to Galatians 3.13, it says that we have been redeemed from all of that. Matthew 8.17 says himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. Jesus paid our debt because it was a debt that we could not pay. We do not have to pay it. I want you to realize that he paid a debt, and when he paid that debt, he took the key and unlocked the door. You are no longer bound by the enemy in the prison house that the devil has set up for all of me, all the men. The important thing for us to realize is faith is based on the divine fact that we have been set free. Jesus came into the synagogue and he picked up the the scroll and he turned to Isaiah and he read the same thing that I read to you only he said it in Luke 4 18 as he was in the synagogue the spirit of the Lord now he's reading about himself the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor he sent me to heal the brokenhearted to pray proclaim liberty to the captives and recovering a sight to the blind to set at liberty those 
who are oppressed. I like Moffat's translation. He says, the eternal has set, sent me with good news for a wretched man to tell the prisoners they are free, to tell the captives they are released. Wrong thinking and you'll remain in the prison. Right thinking and you'll, uh, and you'll start believing right and you'll walk out of the prison. Jesus came to set us free. I want you to notice in Luke 13, 16, Jesus used the word bound when he was talking to the crippled woman. He said, ought not this woman being the daughter of Abraham whom Satan has bound be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath day? Satan has bound mankind with sickness and disease and the bondage, but Jesus has redeemed you and set you free. We need to realize that we are free. We are free. We need to realize that you don't touch God with your feelings. You don't touch God with the five senses. Yeah, but somebody said, yeah, but I have a feeling. You know, they sang a song. I got a feeling everything's going to be all right. No, I don't have a feeling. I know everything's going to be all right. You see, it has to be. See, some people, they, they won't feel in, and after that, they, they, they won't face, and after that, fact. But it comes the other way around. The fact of what God's Word said. Faith in what God's Word said and acting on it, and then the feeling will come. That's why they get a feeling. They get a feeling after they've acted in faith and gotten up and walked out of the prison house. Since the fall of man, we've been looking at symptoms instead of what God says. We see sickness because it's ever present. We got a pain, we can feel it. We got something else the matter, we can see it. And people are held in captive in the prison house with the door open because of symptoms, not because of fact. Many people know the word and they make the confession, but they're still sitting in the prison house. Why? Because they don't take any corresponding action. James, if you go read James, he says, you sh- I, I, you sh- I'll show you my faith with the corresponding actions. See, there has to be actions with faith. You know, when you accepted Jesus Christ as a personal savior, you made a move for, toward God. You begin to pray. Many people get out of the, want, want to get out of the devil's prison, but they want somebody else to do it for them. Sometimes when I'm praying in the prayer line, people want me to get their healing for it. That's not my part. My part is to have faith that the power of God will be ministered to him. Their part is to believe that the power of God has gone into them and walk out of the prison free from sickness and disease. You could be locked in a prison, sitting in a cell, and the warden can come in and unlock the door, open it up, give you a piece of paper that said you have been pardoned, turn around and walk out 
And you can still sit in that prison cell until you get up and walk out. You can sit there and think about how great it would be to be free when you're already free. You can think about how great it would to be healed when you're already healed. Jesus Christ came into the world to redeem us, to set us free, to open the prison door. And he says, the door is open. What are you still doing inside? Healing was brought for us. Some people say, oh yeah, I know the word says I'm healed and one of these days I'm going to get it. Well, one of these days will never come. As long as you keep healing in the future, it'll stay in the future. Knowing the prison door is open, it's past. Why are you postponing getting out of the, getting out of the prison to the future? You see, some people, all they're interested in is the past. Well, I'm not interested in the past. Some people don't like it when I say that, but I'm not. Because I'm no, I didn't need anything in the year 1933. I wasn't born. And I'm not that interested in the future. Oh, I know what th- that we need to know about the future, but I'm not that interested in it. And you shouldn't be either. What we need to be interested in is in right now, in the here and now. Now's when we need our answers. Now's when we need things answered for us. And they have been answered. All you've got to do is get up and walk out of the prison and begin to shout and rejoice because you've been set free. You know, a lot of people say, oh, I don't like you saying that. Well, hey, it's, it's time that we begin to realize that the Son of God with his blood Purchased our salvation. Purchased our healing. Purchased every good thing that God said. When he hung on that cross and the blood flowed from his hands, the blood flowed from his brow, the blood flowed from his feet, the blood flowed from the stripes upon his back, the blood flowed from his side. And he lifted his head and he said, it is finished. And his head dropped to his chest and he gave the last breath out of that body. Now, I don't know what happened during those three days, but something happened during those three days. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to tell you, maybe it was like this. I don't know. This is my own this is my own idea, but I, I like this. On that third day, he's laying in that grave. And there comes the Father, steps to the balcony of heaven, puts his hands to his mouth, and begins to say, It is finished. The supreme sacrifice has been made. And that voice echoed through the ethers of time, down to the earth, down to the pits of hell. And it shook like a wee leaf in the wind. And Jesus Christ, the Son of God, came out of that grave with the keys of death, hell, and the grave in his hands. And he ascended on high, and he laid them down at the Father's feet. And he said, 
our people, our man that we created is free. I've opened the prison door. Hallelujah. You don't have to live in the devil's prison. Jesus Christ tore the door off. And if you're sitting inside, it's your problem. He has pardoned you. He said, I have set you free. The prison door is open. It's been open for you. You no longer have to remain inside. As you feel those bonds that want to press in upon you and hold you in bondage. I want you to realize that they only seem real. The devil's only making them seem real. I want you to realize that the spirit of God through the power of the blood of Jesus Christ has walked into you and he has set you free and shake yourself like Samson of old and begin to realize I'm free, I'm free, I'm free, I'm free and bondage cannot hold me. I'm free, I'm free. I will no longer sit in the prison but I will jump out and begin to receive everything that God has for me. Hallelujah. Stand on your feet and shout glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're free in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. The anointing's in this place. The anointing, I know I didn't preach very long, but the anointing is here. You can get whatever you need from God right now. If you need financial, reach up and grab it. You've been set free. Tell the devil, turn the loose of my finances. You need a job, begin to claim it right now. Hallelujah. I talked about healing. I know we don't have have healing on Sunday morning, but we are this Sunday morning. If you're in this place and you're in the prison house, devil's prison house of sickness or disease, you can, I want you to walk out from that right now. Walk down to this front and get ready to be set free by the power of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Freedom is here. Thank you, Jesus. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank God, thank God, thank God. Now we pray specifically for healing, but anything you need, the prison door is open. Just reach up and take it. Hallelujah. Bow your heads with me for just a moment. If you happen to be in this place today, and you, you're still in the prison house because you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Or you need to rededicate your life to God. 
or you need a no-so experience with God, I want to pray with you and I want to pray for you because today is your day to walk out of that prison of bondage and sin and degradation. Right now, anywhere in the building, right now, lift your hand right now. I want to pray for you right now, wherever you're at. You need salvation. You need healing. I mean, you need rededication. You need a no-so experience with God. I see a hand back there. Are there any other hands? Come on. Lift them up. Over here are some hands. Are there any other hands? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hey, listen. If you lifted your hand, should have lifted your hand, wanted to lift your hand, I want you to step out and come down here right now. We believe in receiving the Holy Spirit. If you want to receive the Holy Spirit today, according to Acts chapter 2, verse number 4, you come down here with them. Everybody, if you lifted your hand, should have lifted your hand, wanted to lift your hand, I want you to get down here. Get down here now. Ask somebody there with you. They'll walk down there with you. While they're coming here, let me speak to you there. If you need healing, I'm going to pray for you right now. In the name of Jesus. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. If you need salvation, I want you to pray this prayer with me as I go down here and pray it with these people. Anybody else coming? Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. It really doesn't matter. Thank you, Jesus. Come on. Come on. Come on right now. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you, man. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. You want want to change your life forever. Come on. Hallelujah. You want to be filled with the Spirit. Come on. Hallelujah to Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Here's somebody coming over here. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Raise your hands and thank God for the anointing. Thank God you're free from the prison. Hallelujah to Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Just let him stop right over. I'll come over and pray with him. That'll help him. That'll help him. I want to work with him as much as possible. I'll come right over there. All of you people right here. And you. I want y'all to raise one hand toward heaven. And I want you to repeat this prayer after me. You, if you need salvation, rededication, or no so experience with God and you're watching, just lift your hand wherever you're at and repeat this prayer after me. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your son, Jesus. I believe he died on the cross for my spiritual freedom from sin. You said in your word, If I would believe that in my heart and confess that with my mouth, I would be saved. I thank you, Lord, that I am now a new new creature in Christ Jesus. I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth. I thank you for it now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, listen, I want y'all to go to a special place of prayer where you can receive some books and some other things. It's called a prayer room this morning. 
But every Sunday morning at 9 o'clock, it becomes a classroom called Turning Point. You say, what in the world is that? Well, that's just a little classroom for a few sessions to get your life turned on to God or back on to God. And I'd like to see you in there next Sunday morning. They'll tell you more about it. You see Brother Greg right there. He's in charge of the prayer room. Would y'all just follow him to that place right now? Just follow him right there. Give him a hand as they go. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Isn't Jesus wonderful? Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, don't let the enemy hold you in the present house because Jesus has ripped the door off of the hinges and it can't be closed. All you got to do is get up and walk out. Glory to God. Hallelujah to Jesus. Man, who said you had to have a long service to have a real anointing power of God? I mean, the power is strong in this place. It's still strong in here right now. It is still strong in here right now. Anybody? Anybody anybody got it but me? Hallelujah to Jesus. Glory to God. Well, hey, listen. Uh, Go sign up for all those things that we need. And, uh, and, and, And Wednesday night right here. Be here right now. Right here. They, I won't be here, but one of the guys will be here, and I'll be back next Sunday morning. But y'all pray for the Crusade team down in Florida. We're going believing that this is going to be some. I've already begun to get a hold of some things. It's going to be one of the best years we've had out on the Crusade Trail. I, I just, I just know that. Thank y'all for allowing us to do this. You're the greatest church in the world. Hey, I'll be back next Sunday. <coughs> Connection team, go find our first-time guests. <coughs> go find our first-time guests and take them to that special place to receive their special gift. It's really early today, guys. Nobody else moving unless you absolutely have to. Hallelujah. Thank you for being. And like we said, if you're looking for a church home, what do we say again, church? Welcome home. Staff, y'all need to go to the door so we can shake hands with people. Hey, let me get up that aisle to the door up there. And uh, then, uh, then you uh, sing with them. Rich will dismiss you. God bless you. We'll see you. Hallelujah to Jesus. Glory, glory, glory. glory.